Hello and welcome to another selection box from the Irish Man Abroad Podcast Network. You will probably be enjoying a little taster of this episode on iTunes or SoundCloud. Why not come over to patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad to enjoy the full extended cut, including my interview with the internet sensation Michael Fry. We have two superb selections for our movie recommendations this month. They come to us from Irish comedy legend and arts writer and bookshop owner Kevin Gildee. Kevin it is great to have you here. Thanks for coming on the show again. It's great to be here. I'm multifaceted. <laughs> you must be excited about the bookshop opening up next week. I mean this I is a real excited. week of change right? There's a, there, Is there any anxiety around it because it is such a like you must have all kinds of precautions in place in terms of spraying things down and whatnot. I think there is. I've got so many books in over the last few months that I won't have any room to let people actually into the shop. <laughs> I'm going to run like one of them petrol stations at nighttime with the hatch where you have to <laughs> knock on the window and point, point at what you want and I'll get it and bring it. To you. And then you'll do a big sigh if they say for, they ask for one more thing. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'll have to bring it back. But I also, do you remember, I'll have the most popular items a little stack near me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there used to be a few Mars bars and some stuff so the guy could give you them yeah. and hope uh, that you wanted them you're, the bookshop is located in Dunleary and if people are looking mm. for it how do they find it and do you do you fulfil online orders <clears throat> is that a thing you do I don't would you, but would if you be somebody, in doing no, that no I don't I, no <laughs> <laughs> I, I may have to adapt my model, but the, the whole point, uh, I'll first tell you quickly that the address is 46A Lower Georgia Street. So it's on the way down to Michael's Hospital and the um, big shopping centre with the Tesco in it. 46A is actually one of the buses that goes to Dunleary, so I love having that, yeah. that number on my shop. Well, uh, um, I mean, it's uh, we've so much to get through this week. The Michael Fry interview, we're going to wedge that in between your two recommendations this week. Your first choice, both of these movies are things that we may have missed. And it's it's quite easy to miss things. The whole reason for creating the selection box was we're all inundated with content, movies, books, TV shows, new series. And it's so easy to skip out or miss them and also to find yourself scrolling nonstop each evening. Uncut Gems for me was one that I didn't miss, but many people might have. Tell us about it, Kevin. Well, it's a thriller based around a jeweler, a Jewish jeweler, New York Jewish jeweler uh, in New York. And it sort of follows him. It's one of them films where somebody is in huge trouble and is trying to get out of it. And we really enjoy their sense of entrapment and being cornered further and further in the film. A bit like when the devil knows you're dead. This jeweler owes a lot of money because he's a gambler. His brother-in-law is a loan shark, so he's in hock to him and under pressure from him. He's separating from his wife. He's got a lover. He owes money. Keith Garnett is a basketball player. So he's Kevin Garnett. I'm going to pull you on that one. (laughs) Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. I should have just said K Garnett. The K man, as I call him, (laughs) given that I don't know who the hell he is. But they actually used Kevin. This was like there's a few reasons why I missed this, why there was no way I was going to miss this movie. Uh, Reason number one, 
is Kevin Garnett was in it. And I'm a massive Kevin Garnett fan. Who is like, wow. he was a 6'11 uh, high school phenomenon. Kevin Garnett, for a little bit of backstory on, on this man, at 16 years old, they reckoned he could play in the NBA. That's how talented he was. He was 6'11 then. So he didn't bother going to college, uh, which is something that was unheard of at the time. Usually you'd go to college mm. three to four years. He went straight to the NBA literally after finishing his leaving cert. That's how good he was. They, he at is, 16? At, he was 18 years old when he wow. stepped on an NBA court. So amazing casting because he's a very intense man since retired. But he plays he plays opposite Adam Sandler. Now, this may be one of the reasons why people miss this movie, because some people shy away from Adam Sandler. You wouldn't <laughs> you, you wouldn't be one of those people, Kevin. I would totally be one of those. I would be shying away from his comedy in virtue commas. I would definitely have a strong um, reaction to his comedies. Although having said that, I have seen Adam Sandler prove his chops in films like Funny People, where mm. he was excellent, and particularly in Punch Drunk Love what by Wes Anderson. Um, Paul Thomas Anderson, he was mm. the other Anderson. Punch Drunk Love, he's absolutely brilliant in that. So I'm not surprised that he's amazing in this film. Yeah. Really amazing. His intensity. And like you said, that Kevin Garnett guy, the K guy, who amazingly grew up in America but did the leaving, sir. That's amazing. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> he was he was intense and i thought every character in the film brought this intensity and there was just such fear seeping off this like the sweat of sandler sort of leaked onto you the the emanations from the screen were just like oh you felt the fear and you felt his entrapment but the thing about uncut gems is the the speed of it the speed. It's like watching a film and drinking 10 Red Bulls. I mean, the energy is crazy. And the guys who met it, if I'm pronouncing this correctly, the Safdie brothers, mm. uh, Josh, and Josh and Benny. The, Josh and Benny. Well stepped in there because I forgot Benny. Their, their uh, film before this was called Good Time, which has the same manic energy of just somebody on a treadmill trying to make something right that can't seemingly can't be made right and particularly good time has got Patterson in it and one of the brothers Benny and I almost feel like there's a relationship between them that's almost more satisfying in a way more a human heart to it but it's got the same energy as uncut gems and it, it's it's I don't think I've seen it was like a new thing you know it was like watching wasn't it it was like mm. watching some new new type it, film it, it definitely has a uh, it's not like any film that I had seen anyway. it's It reminded me quite a bit of that energy that was in kind of uh, train spotting at times that uh, they, they kind of harnessed the opening credits of train spotting to, <laughs> to, uh, and to run that over the period of a, uh, if you want to escape, I think this is a great choice, Kevin, because you think you got problems. <laughs> Wait till you meet Adam Sandler's <laughs> character in this. Howard Ratner is his name. The gambling side of it. Are you a gambling man? You know, not really. I've got, I tell you what, I put 20 euro in recently into an account. And I'm betting tiny amounts of money, like tiny. Hmm. And I have built it up very slowly. 
but that's when that 20 goes that's it I'm gone so I built it I've doubled it doubled my money but I'm betting such tiny amounts uh, and often on surefire things so I'm not I'm very wary of gambling yeah I mean I grew up with it I really did grow up with the gamble I was gambling 50p pieces uh, from the age of 6 years old with a bookie called Francis Highland who was at every (laughs) (laughs) he's the only bookie that would accept my money and everyone else couldn't be seen (laughs) to accept money from a toddler not Francis (laughs) he would take my best I love the way you named him. Yeah, yeah, no, people will know <laughs> Francis from the uh, 80s and 90s around Irish oh. racetracks. And, you know, a lovely man. But like I grew up with that sense of, you know, some people will grow up with the idea that gambling is bad and uh, that, you know, it's it's such a dangerous thing. But uh, I just wasn't really confronted with the dangerous side of it and how like how addictive it is. We had Oisin McConville on the show many moons ago and Oisin, who people might know as an inter-county footballer, told the story of having to go to London for back or knee surgery. And he was so addicted to gambling at the time that he knew that the only way he was going to come home from London or get home from London was by burying the £20 he needed to get his taxi to the airport uh, in his jean watch pocket that it wouldn't come out of there (laughs) and that he wouldn't get his hands on it. And as he tells on the show, I mean, it's really shocking that he did spend it and had to walk to the airport from central London. And it just kind of gives you a window into... You know, while this is a a wild ride with Adam Sandler and his addiction to gambling, that like there's something very dark in this too, Kevin, is there not? That just, just.